Welcome to the Bare Naked ABCs, where we discuss every single Bare Naked Lady song from seven to Y. And this week I have joining me Aaron and Betsy. Hello. Hello. And, you know, I, I had said before that I didn't think that Stefan was going to be able to make it. And, you know, I, I'm just going on record. I told you so. Yeah. I told you so. I told you so. I told you so. <laughs> Oh, and that's this week's discussion song is, is I told you is sorry. No, told you so. <laughs> you almost said a told so. <laughs> um, if you've never heard this song before, here is a quick snippet. You had a problem with your newfound wealth. Brought it on yourself. I never told you. I told you so. But I told you so. It is an Ed and Steve song, but Aaron, it is the it is the eleventh song on the CD. But what CD is it on? All right, so it's interesting. They said it's an Ed and Steven song because my initial reaction was this is very Ed, um, which makes things difficult when I hear Steven singing and airs things down. This song I feel like could have been on almost any of their albums. Um, <laughs> My initial thought was post schism, but oh, I would have if I had not told you it was an well, no, no, no. Steven song. No, I no, no, no. Well, I, I, I actually suspected it was from earlier than I thought because of something that I'll talk about when we talk about the instrumentation. <sighs> it's definitely not. I mean, it's not Gordon. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's born on a pirate ship. I don't think it's maybe you should drive. So I'm I've narrowed it down to stunt or maroon. This does not sound like the rest of the stuff that I've heard off of either of those. Really, um, I'm trying to think like the production. I think maroon is a little more stylized. So I'm going to say stunt against my better judgment. Yeah. Oh, yes. a slow clap from Betsy. I mean, I was going to try to throw you there for a second and say, well, you know, you left off three albums. There's Blam, Blam, and, and, and E2E. Like, you could have gone. I uh, know. I, I knew once I heard this <laughs> element in the music, I knew it was not, like, well into 2000s. I figured it was, like, 2000 at most recent. Uh, I, I guess I may as well uh, I may as well spill the beans. So, yeah, what was the uh, element? There is this very 90s sounding synth. And in fact, it made me think of Snoop Dogg, in particular, Gin and Juice. Mm -hmm. It's like that it's like a really high pitched synth that kind of wobbles around and stuff. It sounds very mid to late 90s hip hop. Mm -hmm. So that is why I went with that. I mean, not to say they couldn't be doing a retro thing, but it seemed like that was kind of like that was in at the moment so okay i am very happy with that guess yeah and that was definitely that was definitely kevin yeah 
Yeah. But would you have no, now did you know there's piano in this song? Did you hear piano? Um I'd have to listen again. I only unfortunately uh this week's been crazy for me. I've only been able to listen to this. I, I usually listen to the songs like well over ten times. Uh, I probably only listened to this one about five times all the way through and I did some rewinding and stuff. I wasn't really actively looking for piano. So off the top of my head, I can't recall, but I think maybe, yeah, now that I think about it, I think the piano could have been hitting chords with the guitar and that may have blended together to make that sound. Okay. Maybe because I gotta say, I, I did not hear it until I was like, and Steven is on piano. And I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) Wait, that's unusual. (laughs) Yes. When does Steven play piano? interesting um and i was like well, it's gonna be it's really stunned. low in the mix <laughs> yeah if kevin was sick during stunt maybe he was filling but, in um but maybe not no he got sick toward the end of of the recording uh time so right. that would make sense like it it i it doesn't there's very little information on this song so i don't know in what part of the process this was actually worked through um i i wish i knew more about this but like this is the song that no one ever asks about in any of the interviews around this time like they were (laughs) interviewed up and down and everyone leaves this one off Which is so weird because it's such a cryptic song. You would want, you would think that they would want a little bit more information about super this. Super cryptic, yeah. Super general, kind of vague. Yeah. And this, this was the <laughs> fifth single off this album. This was their. They yeah. released it only on, um, only on cassette as a single. Hmm. They're like winding down. Like, let's throw one little more bone out there. Let's let's see if we can catch anything. <laughs> interesting but Hmm. you know i just i i wondered why no one ever asks about this song because i want to know more about it well Um, i have some questions after reading the lyrics most definitely um it is inspired by lyle lovett it did say that much he has come out and said that it was inspired by lyle lovett like the style the style i i I was talking more about We'll get into. Well, I'll wait. I'll wait until we discuss the lyrics. I have, I have some questions. <laughs> um, this is not their favorite to play live. They only played it once live during the stunt tour. So the tour okay. for this album, the one that they're promoting this album on, they only played mm-hmm. it once. Okay. And then they played it four times in 2010 after Stephen left, and that's it. It makes you wonder if they had kind of faith in the song or just... Yeah, I don't know. And by the way, Stephen has never played it in any of his concerts, including the Live From Homes. Yeah, I was going to look it up and I was, I I couldn't, I was having trouble getting access to it, actually. So, yeah. And and there's only on the the B&L archives, there's like four or five different copies of pretty much the same song with Mm -hmm. no... No real ad lib or explanation or anything. There is one YouTube video with some good ad lib to it. Um, some homoerotic thing by Kevin and everything. Really? Um, that was a good that was really good ad lib there, but they didn't really discuss the song. They just had some fun ad lib. Um, the only other time I found it was they did it on Ships and Dip three uh, when they did okay. the song the songwriters uh group 
but they didn't talk about it. He just played it. And when he played it, he flubbed it up five times. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Matter of fact, at one point he stops himself. He goes that just before going into the bridge, he goes, that wasn't the right chord. He goes, Alan, (laughs) meaning Alan Fogle. um, Uh, He goes, Alan, what, what what chord is that? And Alan yells out F sharp major. <laughs> plays was it. He's like, Steve? oh yeah, yeah, that's the right one. Was that Steve? No, that that no, that was Ed. Oh really? Usually that's more of a no, no offense, Steve, but that's kind of <laughs> Steve. Like, he Steve we know up. that you know your chords. Please come <laughs> on the show. He flubbed up his lines. He flubbed up his chords like. Ed was messing up left and right. And well, I, and I, if you're not playing it very often, I guess. Well, that's the thing. They're not playing that's it often. Seriously. And it's actually really repetitive when you think about um, like how the beginning of each line kind of starts. There's a lot of repetition there. And so you're like, wait, which one is this? Is this the I I I have you know have to let it go? Is this yeah. the I never jumped in? No, is this the I never lead into each other? <laughs> yeah. So hmm. Yep. Well, Aaron, would you like? Uh, I, I, let me just break down quickly um, some some music stuff, and then I'll let you get into the big breakdown. Um, it's going to be a small breakdown because <laughs> I, I didn't have a lot of time. So <laughs> I'll, 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 breakdown. Um, Jim is playing the electric bass, the mm. arco bass, and the cello on this song. Kevin's playing the electric guitar and synthesizer. Steven again is playing the piano and then Ed is playing the acoustic guitar and electric guitars and Tyler's on drums. (laughs) Um, This one is really weird when it comes down to it. It's a, it's a Susan song, but yeah, yeah, but I don't have any notes saying that she messed with this one, that she, she made any recommended changes with this one. Um, so most of the mixing would have been done in, I think it's California when the second half of the mixing was done. Mm. But the mixing is really odd because not only do you have the acoustic guitar and drums and Ed's voice very, very forward on both the left and right, but then you have the synth that's higher on the left and the electric the electric guitar that's higher on the right. But the thing that makes this really weird is the next two points. Okay. The treble is more on the left, and the Mm. bass is more on the right. And even more odd, and it might just be because the bass is more on the right, but it actually is louder on the right side than on the left side. So it's it's mixed louder on that side as well. And I swapped ears with my headphones because like, oh, maybe it's just because I have a bad ear. You know, maybe I'm... Yeah, yeah, No, yeah. when I swap, the, swap my earphones around genuinely and you look at the mix, the right side mix is mixed heavier and louder than the right side for whatever reason. <laughs> well, it's funny that you mentioned that, Trace, because I, as you know, have hearing damage and as a as an audio engineer that's sort of a nightmare so my concern is always that i will mix something that sounds perfectly balanced as all things should be (laughs) to me 
and then show it to someone else and they'll be like wow why is the you know right ear way louder or it's the high end is super crispy on the right side so i mean maybe i i do think that a lot more audio engineers have like tinnitus and and hearing loss than you might think i think it's probably more common i also kind of think in a weird way maybe some of the idiosyncrasies or like the little trademarks of different producers like wow he really likes those symbols crispy and high maybe he can't hear it or she can't hear it unless mm. they turn it up enough. So like, I'm always wondering, cause it's such a yeah. relative thing. I mean, there's always that philosophical conversation of like, does what I look like red? We both agree that's red, but does it look the same to you? Mm-hmm. Who knows as far as, you know, <laughs> what it sounds like, but uh, I think the mix is good. I think it's, uh, it's very nice. Yeah. It sounds good. Like I didn't notice it ever in, in the 20 years since this has come mm. out, I've never pulled that up pulled that out until i specifically was listening to it for that this week gotcha well um, i'll yeah. have to pay more attention to the mixing in the future because i have no <laughs> ear hear, hearing damage at all so <laughs> you can be our uh well, our ears. objective judge yeah yeah your robot ears i need that <laughs> the other thing I was wondering, and Aaron or, or Betsy, maybe you can clarify this for me. When you're playing the guitar, do do most people play the guitar over the hole that is in the guitar, or do they usually <laughs> play it below that? You, you're you like a bass player. <laughs> so. yeah. you, you, you mean like up Not the neck good. or down the neck, like where you're strumming it? Right, because it depends Ed, when on... he's strumming it. He's strumming yeah. it down below the hole, like almost to where they connect to the the okay. guitar yeah below the hole would be a great name for a podcast i'm not sure <laughs> what, what about going uh, there, yeah someone had to um <laughs> i i think it's really i think it really depends on what kind of sound you want because you know it, on some guitars you can change which pickups are active right so mm-hmm. if you're say your your pickups that are lower down the body of the guitar are active and you really want to hear, you know, if you're doing like maybe muted uh, 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 picking against uh, inactive strings and you want to pick that up, or if you really want to hear the pluckiness when you pluck the string or, or, or strum, uh, you would want to move your pick closer to whatever pickup or pickups are active. So that may be uh, what he was doing there. I'm not sure. It's really uh, very dependent. There's, there's no, right or wrong way really to play an instrument um unless you're uh i don't know uh, i was gonna try... <laughs> i bailed out i lost confidence i was gonna slam somebody but i didn't want to be mean i'm like ah, oh, who don't i like and i'm like oh, i don't feel i don't feel mean tonight i'm not drinking the haterade tonight <laughs> well aaron do you want to give us a, a quick breakdown uh i can tell you uh, mostly what i wanted to talk about we already have uh, i told no, sorry I, I did it too i told you told you so was uh or a toto so as ricky from <laughs> park always yep. might say was recorded at almost precisely 94 beats per minute they were either using a click track and being a little rushy and draggy don't tell jk simmons or more likely not using a metronome at all but really just tyler is a beast and they're very synchronized it was the first part of the song especially was almost perfectly 94 and then there was uh i think in the first chorus or like when they really changed the feel it it changed tempos but it's very imperceptible unless you're listening for it um i want to say oh now i'm gonna i want to say it's in the key of e major um hold on one second i'll tell you might might be wrong (laughs) 
Hold on a second, and I'll tell you, because I'm going to pull open the Alan Fogel's notes. Um, and since <laughs> even Ed went to Alan on this song, mm. um, I, I think that would probably be the telltale <laughs> person to go yeah. to. Uh, or it could be A. I did not have time to analyze. I apologize. So I'm just kind of... Uh, no, I don't apologize. You're kind of playing it by ear. <laughs> oh, uh... <laughs> So a lot of people had mentioned that it was supposed to be played on Capo 2, um, okay. which, which Alan also mentions, and sometimes um, Ed foregoes that and plays the song A Tone hmm. More. Um, it looks like it's in... You could tell me based off from the, the chords that are being played here, but I'm going to guess it's in the key of G. Um, G? Really? Um, oh, maybe with a Capo, that would be A. Hmm. Okay, um, because the you what's two written frets. is yeah. G, G F sharp, F major thirteen, E ma- minor seven, C add nine, G B. Okay, yeah, those are all two uh, semitones away from what I have, so that makes sense. Okay, so with the capo, uh, you're playing those chord structures, but you're actually making the sounds of chords that are a whole step or two half steps up so it would be a yeah okay, okay. good. there you all go right. I, I think did i say a first or e first i can't remember i'm all over the place a. i don't know but you did say i'm claiming a i'm claiming a if i'm wrong please write to me at i don't care dot go away dot com dot go away dot com there's no at in that email address, so you'll notice intentionally because I don't I want it's to a university me. address, so it's like dot fu dot org. I attended fu dot edu. So yeah, um, given this, it uh, it, it sticks to that same structure during mm. the whole entire uh, verse, um. And then for the for the chorus, it's E seven, A seven, D C. It's a D with a lowercase C. So I'm not sure what that's supposed to. Is it D with a lowercase C? Yeah. <laughs> Is it D over C? Maybe. Is there like a line, like a fraction? Because that would be no. There's no. There's no line. That's what's throwing me. DC is like you're, diminished. Can you, can you screen? I'm, I'm. Yeah. I'm really. Uh, I'm really curious now. Can you screenshot sure. this? It's gonna sure. bother me. Hold on one second here, and then you can actually I mean, do it based DC, off of the information. Yeah, huh. uh, DC in music means like. Uh, oh man, I was gonna say da capo, but <laughs> is that correct? I'm. I'm so tired. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's so like da capo. It's like go, go to the top. Right here. Yeah, yeah. DC is like da capo, and there's like da capo el code. Yeah, that looks like a um, a typo to me, sir. Well, if that you look like... up here, he's got it up here as well. Whereas what you're playing on the on the guitar itself. Hmm. Mm. DC. <laughs> So I don't know what he <laughs> I don't know what he's uh designating there when he's doing that. 
Um, sorry. Maybe they were trying to say just like a D triad. Maybe he he does have a D specifically. There's a regular D. Oh yeah, hold on. Let me no. let me examine the difference between those two. Um, what the heck? And these are specifically the guitar tabs. So, yeah, this is a problem for me. Uh, if if we had Heidi here, she might be. Able I, to I may as well be looking at hieroglyphic. <laughs> Not entirely. I, I know <laughs> I can do tab, but like to translate tab into. Uh, proper music, uh, uh, like musical <laughs> notation, is kind of a proper nightmare music. for me. Well, nothing. No, I mean, like, look, tablature is a wonderful tool that was invented to help guitarists play music because the guitar is a very weird instrument, and unlike the piano, I cannot look at a guitar and just be like, "Oh, that's a whatever." I have to like count right. the frets. <laughs> well, now, yeah, I mean, to I mean, someone who has played guitar for years and years and years, it's second nature, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, for me, I am a pianist. <laughs> <laughs> You'll notice that I accented yeah. the T to make sure that that was uh, heard correctly. Uh, any more notes on on the music, Aaron? Um, let's see. I noted the Snoop Doggy Dog synth line. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the interesting thing is we just came out of a Silver Ball episode, the, the final Silver Ball episode, in fact. And, you know, I have given that album a lot of grief for being mostly, with a few very notable exceptions, like Passcode, uh mostly very samey in as much as it's like the country pop rock ballad album this song as i noted earlier because it's so very ed could have honestly would not have sounded completely out of place on silver ball and yet i i like it a little better than like the median power powerball Please send your winning Powerball tickets to uh, the median silver ball song. You can tell I'm really tired. Uh, I, I like it a little better than like the median silver ball song. I think it's uh, a, a, a cut above uh, this that kind of material. Not that that's bad. You know, it, it is what it is. But I don't know. It's just got something it's going for. I like how bright it is, which might have to do with like the mixing you're talking about uh, or, or potentially maybe how the guitar is being played, but it's very, <laughs> I would say crispy. It's a strange term. I know, but like the guitar is very crispy to me. It's like, you, you can really hear the, uh, the, the strings resonate and it's very present and bright. Uh, and I like that because I have hearing damage in the higher range. So when people, uh, spike the highs just a little bit, I can, I can hear it better. And I like that, but that's just me. How about you two? Let's put you on the spot. You guys break it down. <laughs> uh, this song was performed on a guitar <laughs> with some I concur. synthesizer. <laughs> and there was definitely some bass. And that's about it. I mean, I definitely... I think that this is more rock than toe-to-toe, which we talked about just last week. Like More rock than toe-to-toe? <laughs> Sorry. Toe to toe is more country than told you so. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I, I, would I hear more rock elements that are mixed in. It's still the basic kind of feel that Ed goes with, but I feel like this one leads leans more toward Leave, which is mm. on the same album and and further away from that toe to toe type of feel, which is more. I would say I don't want to say country, folksy, more folksy. I would say mm. folksy. I like that. Sure. <laughs> So what does it all mean? Well, I'm glad you asked. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> well, that's actually one of the things I wanted to know is what do you guys think that this okay song I've been waiting. is about? I've been waiting Please. this entire episode to ask we'll a couple, be waiting. couple yes. of questions. My first question, and Tracy, I hope that you know more about this song than you're letting on because it's a burning question. Is this song about AIDS? So that is what people continuously say. Yeah. Like in, when they're the viral breaking... infection, they can lay dormant for years. Mm-hmm. It definitely seems like it's, it. But you know what? The other thing was, I thought maybe uh, the, the lyric, you had a problem with your newfound wealth, brought it on yourself, makes yeah. me think maybe it's about addiction. Mm-hmm. And maybe the viral infection line is a metaphor, but I wasn't sure. But then again, you can catch aid from needles. So yes. maybe it is. Maybe it's about both. And the part like pertaining to needles about like it, it didn't hurt mm. as much as I thought it would or something like that. Where, where Oh, I, I never thought that it be, could be painless, but is, I guess. And yeah, I had which... myself fooled into needing you. Did I fool you too? Like it's all the needing of a drug yeah. like porn or something. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, it could be, but then I, I went on and as a cause head, um, to use a, yeah. a, a PCU um, term. A and PCU? <laughs> he, he does do a lot of causes. I mean, reverb and, and, and such. He has only ever once donated to AIDS research, and that was specifically on the album Don't Talk, Don't Stop, no, Don't Talk. Stop believing. Uh, I, I was thinking it. I was thinking of Betsy. Um, in my head. Which wasn't uh, really his album, but and we'll get to that when we cover the outside work stuff. Uh, yeah, that's more Tyler, right? That was more Tyler, and Ed was just kind of adding stuff in and helping mm. out. So he didn't really donate. So I, I would think that if it was that's what the song was about, he would be a lot more involved in it and he'd be writing more songs around it i i think probably people are reading into that um okay in, in saying Fair. that not that it can't be because once again he's vague enough in this song that you could definitely read into that um mm-hmm. but the the line be the line that follows that with the a viral infection that can incubate for years caused by affection that has fallen deep into arrears. Mm. So basically, <laughs> isn't that when uh, you're like your account is overdue? It is. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. when you're not paying attention to it and you're not giving, you know, you are behind on your payments mm. and you're behind on your payments. Uh, so you yeah, say, my uh, debt that, is about to be collected. Yeah. That, yeah. Like that could be like you're, you're living on borrowed time. Your payment. You, you've yeah. been, uh, you've been living a dangerous life for so long. It's about oh, time no. that bill came due. Was this very sad and also a little messed up that, that you would write a song called I told you so, but I, I mm-hmm. think to be 
it to be charitable to Ed. I think it's more like he's kind of dealing and talking with himself. Like after, I'm just projecting here or, or, or speculating, but like, like maybe after a friend has passed away, he's kind of like saying, like, man, I really should have told them so before like while they were still alive you know i should have done something and uh-huh. feeling that it kind of says guilt, that he maybe. does and that she doesn't or that the that the other person doesn't listen <laughs> so uh, i don't know then <laughs> um honestly i i ed is not as heartless as this song comes across if that's no i don't message. i don't think it's entirely heartless is what i was saying i just think that it's it's like wow it's, it's a pretty heavy subject is well, all you know what i'm mm. kind of coming at is i think that it could totally be giving it this frame of mind um, mm-hmm. because we did have leave earlier on this album and it, and it could be somehow connected to his brother's death as well. That could be. Oh my um, God. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. But the other piece that I think about that is that he could have watched someone else. Like he's dealing with his own loss. He's having a really tough time with, with loss at this point with mm-hmm. his brother. He's written like four songs at this point. Um, and the other, the, the thing that kind of comes back to me about this is I'm wondering if he's then noticing loss in other people and how they're handling it. And he sees someone that is slightly more heartless and he's like, okay, well, what would it be like to take that point of view? What would it be like to, to not care, to not to to you know or i'm you know maybe i'll i will miss you or maybe mm. i never will and at the end he doesn't i never will like it, it's not like or i never will and then he drops the or i never will mm-hmm. and then then unfortunately you have the backup singers going why <laughs> why yeah yeah i never will I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty intense. To me, it was it's always been a relationship song. Mm. Like this person has broken off this relationship that just they weren't that attached to. And to me, it connects into it is almost like a a uh response song to shoebox, which was on the album just before this. Especially considering they're doing the YIs at the end of it, which pair up with the lie i'm like oh that's they they do those things for a reason like interesting Mm, true so to me that's what this has always been about for me i never made that connection but that's possible i love this this bridge like this bridge is one of my favorite great example of the bridge being the best part viral infection that can incubate for years Caused by affection Falling deep into her ears mm. My only problem with this bridge is three words. Uh-oh. Trouble with Tracy. I can never yeah. get past... Yeah, no, it is. I can't get past these three words. Makes okay. me pure. No medication to procure makes me pure. There's no cure. I am sure. I'm like, it doesn't. Yeah, it's a little. 
<laughs> it doesn't kind of fit in with the rest of the things being said. It feels almost like a, I have to come up with a rhyme. Here we go. <laughs> we'll fill it in here with makes me pure. But it could go along again if it has something to do with infections. Oh, well, yeah, maybe it's supposed to tag along with the no medication to procure makes me pure or like to detoxify whatever um, like the medication is referring to. Yeah, I, th yeah, think, I think, think it should have maybe gone on to like that same line to kind of be more associated with. Yeah, there's no comma possibly. after procure. Yeah. So if you take out the the space there, no medication to procure makes me pure. Yeah, I don't know. It's still. It <laughs> still is. Yeah, I know. It's grammatically really correct. Kind of a rabbit hole. <laughs> I mean, that really. It, it. I can see if that's where he's going with it, why it's in there, but it's still. It always irks me, and I can never remember that line because I hate it so much. <laughs> <laughs> I would think that you would remember it. Yeah. My brain, yeah. I think, naturally just exits it out. <laughs> mm, fair. Hmm. But I do like the fact that they work in the words procure and incubate and arrears. <laughs> yeah, that's arrears, that I know. Arrears. Clearly. Very, very nice. Very nice usage. <laughs> and for a long time, I thought they were saying in, in you know, in the years or in your in years. In the years, yeah. Like, That's what it sounds like. You know, for, yeah, he slurs it a little bit. Affection, you know, falling deep into your ears. Mm. It's a homonym, kind of. Mm. <laughs> I also, for a long time, thought that this song shouldn't have been told you so, because they only say the words a couple, like, once in the song. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not even at the very beginning. And or they say it twice, sorry, told you. <laughs> but it just doesn't like I always kept think I always mix this one up with leave because they talk so much about leaving in this song. Mm -hmm. What do you guys think the so the line means? I never mentioned how I've prayed for you, now I've paid for you. Hmm. I mean, you could, I mean, this is getting really poetic, but you could say like putting the pennies on the eyes to pay uh, Sharon yeah, to yeah. bury yep. them into the underworld, yep. or it could be mm -hmm. just like, I paid emotionally for this, you know? Mm -hmm. What do you guys think? I don't know. So I was saying... Let me think on it because I'm not sure. <laughs> Let me sleep on it. <laughs> baby, baby, won't you sleep on it? Oh, God, I love that song. It's a great oh, song. Oh, it's a great song. Great duet. Um, well, of course, this might come off as a little dark, but. Mm, um, to do tell. Uh, yeah. Especially in the, in the field I'm in, there's like final expenses for mm. oh, you're and things like that. Right. funerals etc but like right. you know I've, I've prayed for you and now I've paid for you hmm. it might just be for a burial or cremation yeah. if this person has succumbed to whatever addiction or disease etc it's a possibility this is a song that's just very enigmatic and like open to like I mean there's clues 
just like there's a little breadcrumbs that it drops every now and then, but it's very, like you said, Tracy, it's very cryptic. It's not very necessarily straightforward. Yep. Well, and the other line that really is open to interpretation, but it makes me go, well, I want to know more is I wasn't sure quite what the whole thing meant, but I'm glad you went. Yeah. Like what? went to rehab, went to. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know? Like I went, don't know. Went to hoard? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> went you to went off, had your little affair and <laughs> got AIDS and I told you not to do it. Yeah. Like That's there's so many ways that you could read this song. Hmm. I do I do like the last line in that that verse though. It is wow. I had myself fooled into needing yeah. you. Did I fool mm. you too? Definitely too, yeah. Mm. Uh -huh. <laughs> Ouch. Kind of disenchanted relationship. Wow. Speak. And once again, going back to the break your heart or or shoebox thing, like yeah. that fits in on that other side. <laughs> definitely sounds like break your heart. Yeah. Yeah, it's so many. I mean, I know Steven's got on record as having like said like he likes people to take from it what they want to take from it. Yeah. But <laughs> it's like instead of it being tangible like what you can dig from it it's it's very like trying to grasp a bowl full of jello it's really like i don't know <laughs> it could be this it could be that i don't know yeah so i'm beginning to kind of like it but i kind of like i don't know i like a storytelling song too oh well, i mean if you like a storytelling song a little song. more defined it's kind of but again like really like loosely loosely organized <laughs> i mean if you like a storytelling song that's next week oh is it oh, really do tell but you is know what I, I, it, but you know tonight? what i mean yeah it is because i i could tell yeah. you that maybe ed would say that in all this confusion there's something serene mm. <laughs> maybe he's just a posthumous part of the scene well, in this situation, he probably is. Yeah. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> it sounds like the other person's dead. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Now, a lot of people have said that one week is about someone murdering the other yes, person. That is true. Maybe oh, that's my God. The first person, that's the first song on this album. Maybe this is Ed <laughs> responding to that. How dare you entertain that conspiracy theory, <laughs> Phil Tracy? I thought you were better than that. I'm, no, I really am not. <laughs> oh, okay, sweet. Now we know where yes. you stand. Where do you stand? Where do you stand? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I haven't covered that one yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm so lost right now. <laughs> uh, it's a, another song. Bye. You, you won't be lost for that. Steven. It's just Steven. Okay. Yeah. That okay. was his solo stuff, I think. <laughs> it was. Um, so what do you, why don't we put some numbers to this? Why don't we discuss what we what yeah. you guys think uh, that this is worth? Um, boy, Oof. it's going to be hard to come up with a rating system for this one. Um, 
that's not mm. incredibly dark. Uh, how many? Yeah, I know. How many <laughs> pennies? Ooh, ooh, we should do the word that was fun. How many? How, how, oh, how many, many arrears? arrears? <laughs> <laughs> I gave it five rears. <laughs> yeah. Oh, arrears! <laughs> I misheard you. How many I... rears? How many rear ends? <laughs> but arrears is is it's a noun, oh, but it's not, it's not a noun. Don't but you like, dare no. question my ratings. <laughs> <laughs> I, what if we go with how many really viral infections? All right. Is that something we want? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that, are they all? Is that yeah, a good thing? Compounding. Well, don't we want to? we want to be pure and have zero? Yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe you want. That's cures. true. That's true. <laughs> or I like. I like. I like the cure. Oh, there we go. <laughs> so, how many cures do you give this song? No, okay, yeah. How many Robert Smiths? <laughs> uh, Aaron, how many cures do you give this? Song? Oh, this is a tough one, man. I like uh, it. I I don't think it's quite in my best of playlist. I don't think it's like I don't. I definitely don't dislike the song. Um, mm, certainly. Like I said before, it's it's above like the median silver ball song for me. I'd probably give it a good three point six cures. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, you got like uh Robert Smith from the knees up, and then three wow. other Robert Smiths. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Robert Smith or or I don't know uh, Robert Smith. We know you listen. Please come on the show. No, yeah. no one knows anyone else Obviously, that are part of the cure. <laughs> <laughs> it's How just robert you. smith playing all the instruments that would be amazing if we could clone robert smith and just make a bunch of them yeah <laughs> what about you betsy how many how many uh, do you give this song i think before i tell you that i want to tell you that every time i think of the cure i think of the wedding singer because he's like oh man i've been listening to the cure a lot and i'm in a really <laughs> dark place um <laughs> Not Same. relevant to anything, but just thought I'd share my brain. Absolutely. Same. Um, not, I'm very similar to Aaron number wise. I really like the song. I like, I like the, um, I like the metaphors and things, but I just really want it to kind of congeal a little more <laughs> like a nice lasagna two days mm, after. Garfield, um, you know, he doesn't come on the show. Yeah, that's right. Um, so Jim Davis, you know you listen. Yeah, <laughs> I would give this three point five. Ooh, okay, yours. Okay. Well, I'm definitely Ooh. not going to be the hater. I'm, this not, week. I'm not drinking the haterade this time. <laughs> Hold on, let me get a sip. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I like this song. Um, is it <laughs> on the top end of my? ratings for this album no it, this is one of the lower ones on this album not the lowest but is one of the lower ones on this album um do i like this song more than one week i do um really I, okay i do i i think one week has its place is it just because it was overplayed or oh my yeah. god so bad oh. I mean, it, if you eliminated the fact that you could not escape that song for like at least one summer, 
Well, and that would you means... still say you like it better than than one week? Because I really try to judge these songs by their merits and not by well, how uh, that... not by the uh, my heart will go on effect. <laughs> that and the fact that that one week like means nothing. Um, literally it's about a like, murder how dare you china man chicky china <laughs> all right you know what i'm gonna change that i'm gonna change that <laughs> no no you know I'm I'm, like... we're, we're just being silly man. no you don't no, have no. To... i i just looked at my rating for one week and while it's slow it's not this slow um <laughs> i'm gonna give this a four wow which is my four lowest even? rating 4.0? it just makes the cut for your playlist nice. it does I, I, almost every song on this album makes the cut for my playlist i mean it's a great album don't get me wrong it, it is huh? it's it is like i said if, if your lowest song on an album is a four then it's a pretty amazing album um and for me that's where this kind of stands um Fair. <laughs> we will have one song on this album that is going to dip but <laughs> <laughs> that song will Not also win move yeah i'm very curious yeah bad um, way. but when we hit that song like it it's the one song that i will remove from this album because i just don't believe it belongs Ooh. on this album no bold words tracy yeah it, it's yeah strong feelings big feelings, bad song big feelings. just i don't think it's right for this album okay but we'll get to that in i think like three four no yeah, about, about three months. About three months. So, wow, okay. Not one week. Not one week, no. <laughs> In one week, <laughs> it'll be tonight. <laughs> In one week, it'll be tonight? Yes, because in one tonight, week, we'll be discussing tonight is the we'll night I fell asleep at the wheel. Oh. Mm. Which are, is, we, I, are we tagging on Hidden Sun? No, ba- we already did Hidden Sun. Based purely on the title, I'm guessing this is from Maybe You Should Drive. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that would be apropos. Indeed. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what you say about this song, Aaron. I've been, I, I mentioned before that this is a song... Next week's song is the song that I have been waiting since the podcast began to play for you. Because I was like, oh. I really want to know what Aaron's thoughts are on this song. Mm-hmm. Well, I am curious. So oh, yeah. I will I will upload that tonight because I want to give you time to <laughs> to okay. um, let Serious this business. sink in. Um, but I will I will recommend as soon as the song is done, hit stop. Because okay. this the the song after this is Hidden Sun. Oh, oh so if okay, you let so it go, it will continue. It immediately. Okay. Um, you'll but you'll know when it's done. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm I'm my curiosity is peaked, sir. And then after you get after you've done your rating, then listen to it with Hidden Sun because I think that is the only proper way to listen to that song. Okay. That's just detailed instructions this week. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like when you go to a restaurant and you sit down and they're like, no, you have to eat this in a certain uh, way yeah. if you want to get the right flavor. I've never, I've never gone to that fancy of a restaurant, but I've seen it done on TV. So it's yeah. pretty much like I've. Yeah. I don't, I don't do it often, but there are times that it is necessity. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank and, you, Tracy. Uh, I, it's going to be fun to to have this discussion. It's fun every week. I always look forward to it. So, 
Oh yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. Mm. Have a great weekend, and uh, yes. always good to talk to you both. You too. Thank you, and thanks. <laughs> that was fun. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.